0: What's going on there boys and girls? Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who. That's my new intro for all you guys. This is a this is an intro I did last time with the song which happens to be my ringtone and my business line and now this is something I'm going to do all the time when I introduce the podcast. Welcome to Barking for Balance, the podcast where we talk about dogs, but we also talk about anything else that's meant to teach, inspire, and entertain. And we are always innovating and talking about all sorts of cool stuff because I am Pat the Pac-Man. And let me tell you guys something that Anything that we talk about on this podcast is awesome. We talk about dogs, inspiring stories. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we laugh. Sometimes we just get it. We are enlightened. And guess what else we do? Parramos Siciliano. We speak Sicilian. So you're going to learn how to speak Sicilian. You're going to learn Sicilian phrases, Sicilian words, all sorts of cool stuff on the Barking for Balance podcast. So make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Amazon and Spotify, and also you want to subscribe on YouTube if you want to watch this good looking face as you're listening to the podcast. But otherwise, those platforms, make sure you subscribe. You don't want to miss out. So this podcast episode is going to be a doozy because I am going to cover a couple of questions that I've been uh, asked on social media. Uh, And and, and people have been asking me, uh, even clients have been asking me, just people in general actually ask these questions. So I'm going to answer a couple of questions which basically are incorporating for the fact of what is it some of the main things that people need to look for before you actually get a dog? So some of the things that um, you want to make sure that you, you are not physically, but mentally prepared for. Um, but before you even get a dog, what kind of dog should you get? You know, these are all questions that a lot of rescues, uh, a lot of the rescues that I'm associated with are really You know really pushing because because there's a lot of uneducated people there's a lot of 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 incompetent people that really don't know um and yes there are incompetent there's those people that think they know it all there's those people that don't know anything and they're aware of that and it's a combination it's everybody's you know the whole world is the same so um and i'm trying to incorporate this for those people that are looking to learn and so if you have any 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 questions you're questioning yourself, what are the must-haves for me to get a new dog, you know, choosing the right breed. Uh, And these are, these are actually the questions, which I'm going to break them down a little bit, but I also want to talk about something that is very special to me. And it is how kind of ties in with, uh, you know, how I got started uh, becoming a dog behavior and rehabilitation specialist. So it's something that I really um, want to talk about because I feel like it will help you a lot of other people, if you apply it based on where you are in life. So, um, I'm going to get to that in a second. First of all, let's answer a couple of these, of these dog questions, and then we'll talk about that concept and uh, it's going to be interesting. So make sure you stay tuned. It's a doozy. Me You know, and sometimes I talk about food a lot. You know, I talk about food in the previous episode. Uh, I actually, um, talk about the, and the, how to end the war between the sauce and gravy situation. So, go on episode number uh, i believe it's 26 uh episode number 26 in order to see the gravy versus sauce war it's interesting you'll be loving my uh my my take on that and my 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 opinion on that it's uh it's interesting i don't know if anybody's ever come up with that but guess what the pac-man has so here you go and so if you guys are joining us for the first time welcome and if you've joined us before. Welcome as well, and thank you for the support on barking for balance. So let's answer some questions regarding some dog situations here, right off the bat. So, uh, choosing the right breed. This is a question that 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 uh, unfortunately a lot of people don't really ask. Um, a lot of a lot of other people, like rescue people, they put a little bit too much. Um, of a label on these kind of situations. So there's a little bit of a happy medium here. I understand that, that there's needs to be some restrictions for certain breeds, but there also needs to be a little leniency for those same breeds because it really doesn't this is my personal opinion. So non se nobody get offended by this. This is how my feelings on the matter. Uh, trying to find like a, a balance, barking for balance. That's why it's called barking for balance. You guys ever want to know why it's called barking for balance? I will explain that, but not yet. Let me finish answering this question first. It's about balance. So finding the balance of strictness, which I understand why rescues and shelters are strict when it comes to their adoption systems. But I also understand you know, the leniency of people that want specific types of, of dogs, like a specific breed. And unfortunately, um, some of these people can't get those dogs at these rescues because these rescues are just too strict about these things. And there are rescues specifically geared towards specific breeds. I actually just saw uh, the other day, one of my clients is a major uh, white German shepherd aficionado, Oh, ooh, I just put out a big fancy word. Oh boy, the Pac Man, sophisticated. I should wear a tie from now on, and a and a bow tie when I do these podcasts. Meek is a beard. a Anyway, so yeah, so I found this this rescue that actually specialized. I knew there was special, you know, rescues that specialized in um, uh, what do you call in German shepherd German shepherd rescues? But this one actually is specific for white German shepherds. And so you know, my client who. Uh, Whose, whose previous German shepherd that I work with had passed away and she was looking for a, a, another, another white German shepherd. And, um, you know, a lot of the rescue, she was having a tough time because, you know, for whatever reason they weren't, they weren't responding to her. They weren't given, I don't exactly know what the problem was. Uh, so she contacted me to see if I had any connections and, um, I found this specific rescue that again is specific to white German shepherds. So again, if you are looking for a specific breed, you could probably find rescues for it. On one of the previous uh, podcasting episodes, I do talk about like, you know, my opinion of whether, about buying a dog or uh, rescuing a dog and I'm neutral on either side. And if you want to go take a look at that episode, I forget what the number is, but you know, you could take a look and, and get more in depth about that. But um you know, if you have a specific type of dog, a specific breed that you want, you can find rescues that specifically cater towards that that breed. Now, um, the key to this is really whether or not you understand what those specific breeds are, and what those specific breeds need. Now, in my personal opinion... Um, there needs to be more um uh what's the word there needs to be more effort put on the human side the adopter side because and i know this is hard because you know from a rescue perspective from a shelter perspective when you're uh trying to adopt these dogs out you know whether it's a, a german shepherd or a rottweiler or um a belgian malinois or a great dane or a pitbull or whatever there there's you know you don't really know what you're getting into so there has to be more of an effort, again, my personal opinion, nobody get offended by this, this is my personal opinion on what should be done, um, more emphasis on the human side. Now, that's what I focus is on in educating humans on what dogs want, need, and desire in order to be happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. And we focus on that through, the, through, through dog psychology and understanding how to communicate and understand dog language. So that this way we're providing dogs what it is that they want from a dog perspective number one primarily from a dog perspective but also from a breed or breeds perspective if if they're like a mixed breed you know so all dogs as a whole need specific and i mean this is we could go into this in more depth Uh, and if you guys have any questions and i would love to hear your opinions on this as well just don't argue with me because no not so far i'm just kidding but i would love to hear your opinions on it but um you know dogs as a whole need Leadership, They need direction, bounds, and limits. They need work, mental and or physical. So those are the main areas that as a dog they need. Now, certain breeds require certain other things. So for example, when we're talking about a specific type of dog, such as a cattle dog, and I use this, this very often because cattle dogs have a specific job. Now they're bred specifically to do a specific task which is to herd cattle, to herd sheep. That's their job. So unfortunately, unless you live on a farm and that's what they're doing, their instincts are not being fulfilled. So oftentimes those dogs go down the wrong path. They start hurting people. They start hurting other animals. They start becoming aggressive. And you're not providing what that dog requires as a breed. Now, Again, from a rescue perspective, when people when people come in and they're interested, a lot of times people are interested in the dog based on the way they look. OK, oh, mm-hmm. this is more responsibility, guys. You got to be responsible to understand what is it that this dog provides, what this dog needs and then provide it for them. So if we're talking again about a cattle dog or a sheep herding dog of sorts. One of the things that you need to make sure you provide them is excessive amount, and let me phrase that that word excessive is not appropriate, is extensive amount of physical/ mental stimulation. So you want to make sure that that dog is being mentally and physically challenged, mentally and physically stimulated, mentally and physically worked, mentally and physically fulfilled, okay? So that this way, They are not trying to find a different outlet to release those instincts, to release that pent-up energy. And that's not just for cattle dogs. This is for different types of breeds as well. So whether it's retrievers, guard dogs, I mean pit bulls, fighting dogs, that's one of the problems with with why pit bulls go down the wrong path oftentimes. Because pit, pit bulls back in the day were bred to fight. That was their job. So if we don't channel those instincts in a more productive fashion, if we don't channel those instincts in, and teach them that that's not what you do, this is how you're gonna get rid of those instincts. This is how you're gonna f- be fulfilled. They won't fight like my boy socks. You know what I'm saying? Socks was was came to me with with a lot of issues, and you know I I when I when I first got him, I was definitely not qualified. You know, not only did I not live in a house, I did not have a yard at all you know, and which is a mistake that oftentimes I see with people uh, that are adopting these big dogs when it comes to like having a yard, I guess news for you, having a yard is not stimulating; stim- it actually makes things worse. So, um, you know, I wasn't qualified knowledge base. I was nothing experience. I had nothing, you know, um, set up. I had, I didn't, I lived in a condo. You know what I mean? I didn't have a backyard and nothing. But the one thing that that taught me and the one thing that I, I know that maybe those people saw in me, I'm not exactly sure, but the one thing it taught me was that I have to bust my ass in multiple ways, which is why Socks became what he is now, is because I mentally and physically stimulated him. I applied direction, bounds, and limits. I earned his trust and respect by establishing myself as a leader the right way. You know, I earned it from him, is that, you know, changing my mental state changing my emotional state, that's why he became what he is, you know, and transformed himself from what he was into what he is now is for that reason. So the two things that, that I, I really want to preface when it comes to people going into like a specific type of breed is you got to be willing to put in the work. Don't just say, don't just talk shit about it. You got to actually do it. You know, when it comes to going back to the cattle dog situation, there's ways that you can um, fulfill those specific instincts without being involved with cows or sheep, cow or sheep is a cow or cows. What is it? Is a cow or cows? What's the plural of cow? Cows or cow? I don't know, whatever. Let me know what, what it is. I don't know. Is a cow or cow. So, so the plural of sheep is sheep, right? It's not sheep's. Sheeps or cows. Anyway, we're we're digressing, but let me know what it is because I have no clue. I think the plural of sheep is sheep and the plural of cows is cow. Cows. I don't know. Whatever. Moo and meh. Okay. So we'll do that instead. Moo and meh. All right. So so yeah, so that they don't go into those instincts unless you bring them in front of the moo and meh. You know, they're gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be my new thing, making animal sounds. So they're gonna. I already started off with the who let the dogs out. Woo, woo, woo. Now we got cows and sheep anyway. Okay, I think it is cows and sheep joke, just FYI. But there's ways to drain that mental and physical energy, and how do we do it? Agility courses, you know, um, swimming. We have uh, backpacks on the dogs. So there's ways to add, fee, uh, to to add way. There's yeah, there's ways to make your dog work. Therefore, they feel fulfilled. So those those instincts that are specific don't get chin don't get triggered. You know what I mean? Because you fulfilled them in a different capacity. So they're good. They're happy. I'm good. You know, and that's really key. So and agility course pieces, I say this before, you know, you don't have to get like specifically, you know, professional set up, you know, agility course pieces. You could make them yourselves, you know, you know, you can make your own stuff. So don't be lazy. Do the work. Do what's necessary. So if you want a specific dog and you're looking for whatever it is, you know, or I want a Rottweiler. Okay. You got to make sure that you're not irresponsible or stupid and you just do whatever, you know? Because that's when you're gonna run into the problems, okay? And that's unfortunately where the rescues come into play and the shelters come into play because now they gotta be super strict because, you know, there's a lot of irresponsible people that don't wanna put in the effort, that don't wanna learn what is necessary. And that's really the key. This is what you have to put it in your heads is the key is to provide your dog what they want, not what you think they want or what you want to provide them. No, it's what they actually want as dogs. I repeat that as dogs, not people. They're not people. They're dogs. Love them like a child, but treat them like a dog, because otherwise we're not respecting their dogness. Okay. So Specific breeds, you could have them and you could find them in various rescues. You can definitely do that. You just got to maybe be patient, do some research. You know, you could definitely find them. And again, I'm not adverse to saying, you know, you can't go to a breeder. Absolutely not. But make sure it's a proper breeder, not the Pennsylvania Amish bullshit. Okay. Or a pet store. Stay away from that crap. And if you want to know more about that, let me know. We could have more discussions on it. So, um, so yeah, so that's the situation there. And I you know, we could talk about that, you know, in another time I explained a little bit about that on the previous podcast, um, about why that's such a problem and, you know, but if you have any questions on it, let me know. So, so this kind of ties in whether it's, you know, what kind of breed you get or whether you're just getting a dog in general, very, very, very important is you have to make sure you have time. You got to make sure you have time because in America, there's this whole thing. I'm so busy. I don't have the time. And we all have enough time. It's whether we're utilizing our time properly or we're managing our time properly. That's really the key. So if you bring a dog into your life, you have to understand that they require time, especially in the beginning. So if you do things the right way. So because starting things off the right way in the beginning makes you enjoy afterwards. And that's really like my life with, with my dogs. So again, we go back to socks. You know, socks was um socks was a handful to say the least. Socks was a handful and a half. <laughs> Yeah. So I had to bust my ass when it came to putting in the time of what was necessary. So we start off with like the basic principle, mental and physical stimulation. Guess what? My ass was up at 4.30 and I am not a morning person. For me, the morning should start at noon because I am not a morning person. But here I was with a full-time job back then being a financial advisor up at 4.30 in the morning Walk in his ass for an hour and a half. And if you guys want to know more about that routine, <sighs> I'll, like, I'll bed, I'll tell you all about that. Let me know if you want to know more about it. Then I would come home for my lunch, take him out for another hour and a half. Then at night, another hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's how much time. Not only that, but I would spend time also working on mental stuff around the house. I would take him to the dog park at least three times a week. I, had a, I, had a, I hired a, a dog walker to take him out three times a week for an hour each time, you know? So there was a lot of, of effort being put to get him in the right situation to drain the mental and the physical energy a lot, you know? And not only that, but it was just the, the, the amount of time to do, do like the basic stuff, the regular, I mean, granted, you know, he was a work in progress. So there was like rehabilitation involved, but even if it's training, like I remember, you know, with Pepper, you know, Pepper was my, my I got her as a puppy, you know, I had to start her off from the ground up, but I had to put in, you guessed it, the time, the time to put was necessary to put in to achieve the success, you know? So no matter how you slice it or dice it, whatever you want to put in there, you got to make sure you put in the time. Time is key. And if you're, oh, well, I don't have the time or I'm too busy, well, analyze your day because I guarantee that if you want to, make the time. Otherwise, don't make excuses. You know what I mean? You can't. Don't make excuses or just don't get a dog. You know, you could get something different. Like this is one of the things that uh, this was actually one of the other questions um, that I'm going to get into in a second, which is deciding to get a dog or a cat. That's an interesting question. But before we get into that, speaking of socks, I want to talk a little bit about this topic, which is uh, very, very, very dear to my heart. So for those of you that are joining us for the first time at Barking for Balance, first of all, I'm Pat the Pac-Man. Look at this (laughs) face. Okay. So remind you. If you want to listen to this podcast, you better subscribe, and I want you to subscribe because you're going to miss out on some fun stuff. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon, and also on uh, YouTube if you want to look at the pretty face. So this way you don't miss out on, the, on this uh, great uh, information, entertaining stuff, and inspirational stuff. Like this next topic is very inspirational in my, in my opinion. So um, when I first got socks, um, actually, let me backtrack a second. When um, when I was a financial advisor uh, working in the city, and uh, for those, again, that don't know, I was a financial advisor for 16 years before I, uh, I started working with dogs in 2014. So uh, during that time, I was working in the city, and I was going through some stuff. I was in a very, um, you know, weird state of mind, we'll call it. And so my mentor... Um, he said a phrase to me, knowing how you know, dejected I was and you know, going through these, these issues that I was going through. Um, he said that the easiest way to forget about your problems is to help out somebody else with theirs. I'll repeat that. The best way or the easiest way to forget about your own problems is to help somebody out with theirs. So um, I took that to heart. And what ended, ended up happening was at some point, when I was completely um, unmotivated to be a financial advisor anymore, I was trying to find a way to deal with that. And so I've used this, this, this system multiple times, but this was the latest one, where I, to forget, to forget about my problems. And what the problem that I was having at, at this point um, was that I was, couldn't find a career path that I wanted to get into. Like I was done being a financial I was miserable being a financial advisor and I was trying to find something to do. No, I wanted to do something different, something that was special, something that was, I wanted more than just about the money and the, the stocks and the insurance and all that crap. I wanted more. And that's all I knew. I mean, I was doing that for 16 years. My major was in finance. Um, You know, I, I, uh, my internships before that were all in the financial services world. So it's all I knew, you know, I thought that's what I was supposed to be, but it just, it just, it was, I was done. I was done, but I couldn't find anything else. And that made made me um, even, you know, that put me just in a bad, funky mood. You know, very depressing, very dejected, very like disappointed, frustrated, all that kind of crap. So during this time, um, it was when I was transitioning from like learn I'm not transition, I was starting to learn about the dog stuff. So I was watching Caesar Milan. And I was learning and I was applying to peanut my, my first dog. And a peanut is There's a there's an episode, a podcast episode where I actually talk about peanut exclusively. So you guys want to check that out? And I cry quite a bit on it. So anyway, but um, you know, and I was learning for, for those of guys that don't know. Also, I used to be afraid of dogs till I was 28 years old. Yes. And 28 years old, yeah, I was, I was scared. I used to shit myself around the dogs. Yes, I can say it out loud. It's the truth. But, um, but after I overcame my fears, I was completely, you know, against pitbulls and Rottweilers. So watching the dog whisper, I was learning about pitbulls and Rottweilers and I learned the reality of them. So anyway, the point of the story is that while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. I've remembered the theory that if you want to forget about your own problems, you help somebody out with theirs. So at that point, I had just adopted socks. I was working on socks and the people at the shelter where I adopted him from wanted me to come in to do some volunteer work. And that's exactly what I did. I started doing volunteer work and um, I'm going to make this really, really fast. But that volunteer work is actually what got me here because I started working with the dogs. I started working with the, with the adopters. The adopters wanted me to help them um, with you know the their their you know their after they adopted their dogs they wanted further assistance and I was doing all this for free and sometimes at one point it became more frequent I started going to their homes because I couldn't just do things over the phone so I had to go to their houses to help them out again all for free so um so all for free so at that point you know my I this became like a hobby you know it became like a hobby that took away my that took my mind off of not finding a career path, the inability to find the career path. It just disappeared because that's what was fulfilling me. You know, that's what I was doing. I was helping people. I was helping dogs and that helped me forget about my own stuff. And, um, from there again, fast forward, it, it just built up my reputation built up. And then all of a sudden, guess what? I became Pat the Pac-Man dog behavior and rehabilitation specialist at Pac-Man to the rescue. So, yeah. So the, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because, um, you know, we all go through like, like stuff. Everybody has like worries and concerns and whatever. We all go through that. Sometimes they go away and we're happy and then it comes back it's like peaks and valleys, you know, that's how life is. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. So during those times when you're like stuck, you know, and it could be whatever it is. You know, it could be career oriented, or relationship oriented, or financial, or whatever. It could be something silly. It could be, you know, you were trying to buy this pair of shoes, and and you wanted brown, and you missed out, and now they only have black, and you whatever the case may be, whatever your problems are, you know, so Anyway, so so whatever it is that that is um, that that you consider your problems. Um, the best way to help your to forget about your problems, even if it's a major stuff like health issues, you know, I mean, unfortunately, that's, you know, but anyway, whatever your problems are, the best way to forget about your own problems to help somebody out with theirs. So whether it's helping them with whatever, you know, you could help the homeless, you could help, you know, whatever it is, you could work in a church group and and counsel couples, you know, you could do work with kids, I mean, You know, whatever it is, you know, you could volunteer at a shelter like I did. If you want to help animals, you could do whatever it is. And you don't have to do it in any specific way. You could do it however it is that makes you forget about your own problems. However it is that whatever it is that you do and however it is that you do it, that's entirely up to you. It's all personal. You guys that know, I, you know, I rely on God. Everything about what I do is about faith and patience and about God. So God guides my my step. God protects me. God has provided everything. And so that makes me not worry about anything. And because I live that way and I live moment to moment and I let God handle everything. It's very, very peaceful. It's very calming. It's very tranquil. So, So. That's the way I choose to live. So when I go into these modes, that's kind of like how I feel is God's way of providing an outlet to fill in the gap right before he's about to put his blessings out there for me. You know what I mean? So like I'm, you're going through some stuff, you know, you're dealing with some stuff and there's a little bit of time before you kind of come over the hump again, peaks and valleys. So you're going through this stuff. So that's kind of like how I saw God doing his thing. I've got granted for me. This was a lot different because he did that too to make me, you know, find my career path. But, you know, in the interim period, it could just, it was just to to fill in the gaps, you know what I mean? To fill in those gaps of of depression or frustration or sadness or whatever it is, you know? And, um, you know, I find that to be such a great thing because not only does it help you, but it helps others. And helping others, again, whether it's animal or people or whatever it is, it's, Beneficial to everybody. And in this society, in this world where everybody's against each other, everybody's about being selfish and greedy and arrogant and whatever. This is one of the ways that you could, quote unquote, help yourself. But at the same token, you're helping others. And for a person, uh, for a guy who has been helped by others quite a bit, um, you know, without asking for anything in return or anything to begin with, you know, again, those are people that came into my life, God put them into my life at the right time and for the right reasons, you know, I try to do my best to do the same, especially during times when, um, I'm feeling down, you know, I still try to do that regardless because of the fact that that's what, you know, what, what, what helped me throughout the years. Um, but in this particular case, it, that helps you too. It's a win-win, you know, everybody wins. So it's not a problem. It's not a big deal, but just make sure you're not selfish about it and you just don't help others when it's convenient for you. You know what I mean? Um, make sure you do what you got to do consistently because that's really how, again, my feelings on the matter, that's how we really reap the benefits and we reap the blessings when we are consistent and when we're looking beyond just ourselves. And when it comes to the dogs or animals in general, that's really how it works is, you know, we have to look beyond ourselves, which is what I was saying before about not just focusing on what it is that you feel that your dog wants from you, but also But more importantly, what your dog needs from you as a dog, not what you think or what you want to give them. That's the reason why we have to take ourselves out of our own shoes and put ourselves in somebody else's and provide them what they require, what they want, what they need. That's really the key. And um, by doing so, we do ourselves a service. We do them a service. Everybody's happy. You know, everybody's happy. So uh we fulfill some good obligation, some good, some good blessing. We bless others who may not even realize that we're a blessing, you know. Whatever the case may be, do it for yourself. Don't start taking videos on your phone and put them on social media, just do it for you, do it for them, do it for, for good, do it for the right reasons, you know. And everybody's happy. God blesses everybody, God blesses you. You know, we're helping each other out, you know, we're trying to get this world back on track. Uh, stop fighting with each other and, you know, trying to get everybody on the same page and work together as opposed to against each other. And, you know, everybody fits their, you know, does their thing and, you know, we're all good. So anyway, that's just a little bit of, uh, of uh, you know, wishful thinking. I hope that that does happen, but whatever. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just, uh, again, I think that that's something that if you don't do it, if you don't, if you don't understand it, let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll explain it better. Or we'll talk about it more in detail. And I, I mean, if you need help in coming up with some ways, if you feel that that's beneficial, let me know, um, uh, I could guide you and help you and, uh, and put you in the right track for that. But yeah, if you want to forget about your own problems, help somebody out with theirs. It's very, very powerful, helps you, helps them, helps everybody. Again, it worked beautifully for me. You know, it got me out of the funk. You know, it was my favorite part of the day. I still remember those those days. Um, you know, I, I used to start. I I was going just two days at first. I was going just Saturday. Then I was going Saturday and Sunday. Then it was every single day. Yeah, it took over my life. I mean, it literally took over my life. When my my job just fell through the cracks, I wasn't really working anymore because that was my world. You know. And then the more popular, the more well known I became, the more people were referring me. I started getting paid a little bit. You know, just to kind of like just you know, because I was going to people's houses. It was just, it was just, I did it for the fun of it. You know, it made me feel good. It made me feel valuable it made me feel fulfilled, you know, which again, if you think about this, when it comes to like the dog stuff, that's what I was saying before about dogs, not being fulfilled, not being, not being happy, not being given what it is that they want. And for me personally, that's really what I was looking for. And that was the outlet that worked, you know? Um, so, so again, we've got to find the outlet. And for our dogs, we've got to do the same thing. You know, we've got to find those outlets to make them happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. That's why at the Pac-Man, at Pac-Man to the Rescue, we train people, not dogs, because a well-trained dog is doesn't really do anything except perform tricks. But a well-behaved dog, a happy dog, a fulfilled dog, that's what it's all about. And we teach here about having a relationship with your dog. You know, we teach you how to... Um, make that relationship solid, you know? It's not just about you, you know, getting a dog for your own needs That's selfish. It's about providing a dog what they need so that they provide you what you need and everybody's happy. The circle is complete. Everybody's good. Mm. I told you, I talk about food sometimes. So just bear with me on that one. I'll just throw it out there when it makes absolutely no sense. Part of it is because I'm starving right now. So that's part of the deal. So anyway, and plus the the Italian side of it, you know, it's all about food anyway. But again, if you want to help some, if you want to forget about your own problems, help somebody out with theirs. Remember that. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, so, so, so those are just a couple of questions that people have asked me is like, how much time, like, like, like the way put, how much time should I have in order to have a dog? You know, (laughs) come on. That's a stupid question. A lot of time. That's how I want to put it. Narrowed it down a lot of time. Okay, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, a lot of time. Then it kind of, you know, tapers off. But you still need enough time to do what you got to do. Okay, having a dog is not a, um, you know, a part-time thing or a temporary thing. It's a permanent thing. You know, so so until they're gone, as in, you know, in heaven, they're they're you're always gonna have to do stuff. You, you know what i mean it's not like the dog training this is this is one of my frustration when it comes to like dog trainers and dog training is you know you get this little this little piece of paper you know got the chip you can wipe your ass with a little piece of paper and it says graduation and people think oh well he's so trained he got his certificate of completion that stuff is so stupid it, it, it and people people that don't know any better they think okay well i'm done i did my duty and now it's complete You know what i'm saying so so there's a lot more this is a full-time thing so having a dog is is is, is, it's permanent you know and this was what we were talking about before about you know people ask me like you know should you get a dog or should you get a cat you know whether you get a dog or a cat guess what cats are less work you know but they're still work. You still got to feed them. You still got to make sure that their water is available. You sure got to make sure that they have, um, you know, proper health and, you know, you're taking care of their, their health needs. I'm assuming that, I'm, you know, I'm just talking about like a regular cat that just lives in the house that does not go outside at all. You know, you got to make sure that they're spayed and neutered. You know, you got to make sure that you clean out the litter box. You got to make sure that you take out that litter every I don't even know how often and then you replace it with brand new litter. You got to make sure that you do what you got to do. So is it less work? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about, like, walking them and training them and all that kind of crap. But, you know, you still have to provide enough toys. Again, mental and physical stimulation is still important for cats. You know, cats do get bored and frustrated and destructive and destructive and develop behavioral issues for the same reasons. Lack of mental and physical stimulation. They get bored and frustrated. You know, so we got to still do our part. You still got to do it. So if you are just one of those people that, you know, you're just lazy, you know, if you go away on vacation, you still have to have somebody to take care of your cat. Is it less effort? Absolutely. You know, when I first started, I used to be a pet sitter. So, you know, I didn't say, you know, I used to walk dogs, I used to walk dogs, I used to take care of cats, I was a pet sitter, along with being a dog trainer, which at the time I didn't mind being called a dog trainer. So, you know, you did what you had to do. You know what I mean? You did what you had. I did. I did all that stuff. So I know the difference between taking care of a cat and also taking care of a dog that weren't even mine. It's considerably different. But on the same token, having had cats, even for a short period, a very short period of time. Um, but having dogs, it's a it's a lot more. It's a lot more work. It's a lot more effort. But there's it's still responsibility. You know, I have a parrot, you know, I have tortoise. Even if you have a goldfish, it's still a responsibility. You still got to feed them. You still got to change the water. You still got to make sure that you put the chemicals in. I mean, it's still a responsibility. Otherwise, get a stuffed animal. Oh, shut the solo. Shut the solo. If you can't, if you're not responsible, don't do it. Certain pets are less responsibility, less work. Absolutely. But it's still work. You know, so if you find that this one's too much, then you're willing to put in this much. But this much is enough for that particular pet, then that's great. You know what I mean? But if you think you're just going to get a pet and then that's the end of it, then you're just a stupid fool. And that's the bottom line. So they all require effort. They all require time. They all require work. To whatever extent, that depends on it. You know what I mean? So you have to fact, that if you're one of those people, I have no time for anything. I don't even have time to take a shit. No, I'm mad that I'm. No, Let me not even go down that road. So then don't, you know what I mean? Get a stuffed animal, you put it on your bed, you hug it when you go to sleep. And that's that. that you don't have to worry about anything. You know what I mean? Otherwise, that's how, unfortunately, a lot of animals end up in being put away, uh, being put, you know, surrendered or put down or whatever is because people just don't put in the time. They don't put an effort. It's just a novelty of their cute little puppy. And, you know, they don't realize how much it is. So here it is. It takes time and effort, regardless of what it is, regardless of the breed of dog, regardless of the animal itself. Okay, so that's just the bottom line. So, again, people ask me that question. Should I get a dog or a cat? It really doesn't matter if you are a responsible dog, uh, responsible person, you can get both, you know. You can get both. I mean, I take care of the feral cats around my neighborhood and there might be a possibility, very, very, very good possibility that I might be bringing a cat in uh, here. So I might be taking in one of the ones that are outside. That's most likely going to be happening. Previous podcast, I talk about how, um, you know, I take care of the feral cats and all that good stuff. So go take a look. That'll be fun. But, you know, it was de- debating on that particular episode whether i should take them in and that's growing <laughs> as we go along that i will you know obviously he's good with socks and pepper socks and pepper are good too yes i have a parrot but i could you know figure out the dynamics and make it work but anyway so that's the bottom line so i have a multi-species house so i got reptiles i got birds i got dogs i maybe have a cat responsibility baby it's responsibility so far un faru work effort put in the time do what you gotta do otherwise don't Like kids, people have kids and they either are too much or too nothing. You know what I mean? Balance, barking for balance. Why is that word balance? I mentioned that before and here's the answer. Barking for balance. Why did I want to use that word balance? Because that's what dogs need to be happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. What most people do is they overload on the reward side, right? They reward treats and food and affection and love. But at what point do we put in the work? Do we mentally and physically put the, the what do we provide the mental and physical stimulation, the work, right? At what point do we provide the rules, the boundaries, the limits, the directions? At what point? Everything in proportion. That's what dogs need. But guess what? That's what we need too in life. We need balance. Everything in proportion. If we do too much, scale tips over, we're out of balance. Make sense? That's why I wanted to name this podcast Barking for Balance for that exact reason. That's the reason why I wanted to name it because life is all about balance. But guess what else is about balance? A dog's life. And our job is to make sure that we provide balance to their lives. That's why it's barking for balance. Oh, 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 oh let the dogs out. Who woo, woo, woo. let the dog? Who let the kitty in? Meow, meow, movement. That's it. <laughs> That's all there is to it there. All righty. So listen, guys, if you have any questions on anything we talked about, remember, I just want to point this out again. Make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon, YouTube, subscribe. Never miss out. You'll have fun. If you have any questions, please let me know. I am Pat the Pac-Man, and you want to know what I want to know? Guess what? I don't know. I don't know what that means, but it's all good. But here it is. Let's have some fun. If you guys have any questions, let me know. You want to come on as a special guest on the podcast on Barking for Balance? please hit me up and let me know. I'd love to have you on. We could talk about all sorts of cool stuff. And if you have any questions on any of the topics we talked about today, let me know. And I'll be more than happy to answer those as well. Remember, guys, it's about training people, not training dogs. I am Pat the Pac-Man. This is Barking for Balance. Catch you guys next time.